Good morning, everybody. So this is going to be a thing now? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go longer and longer. This is going to be a good day. Oh, yeah. Good morning, neighbors. Here we go. <laughs> Woo! Top of the morning. Yeah. Top of the morning to you. So, did, yeah. so did anyone else's dreams come true yesterday by finding out that you can actually be a Power Ranger? Hoy! <laughs> the, the Yellow yeah. Ranger. Blocked the attack. The Yellow Ranger blocked the attack. The Green Ranger told police we wore the right uniforms tonight. <laughs> the MAGA Rangers no, are ready see, to go. And that, is, and that is how journalism is done because it's the way you write certain things. Oh, yeah. We wore the right uniforms today. The Green Ranger the told Green police. The Green Ranger told police. Oh, man. That's just Brandon, uh, Brendan Dre of the uh, of the Daily Wire really hit the nail on the head. He hit a home run yesterday. Hopefully that and article Brandon gets... Dre was watching, you know what else he'd be hitting? The rumble button. The rumble button. Which is also uh, hitting the nail on the head for sure. So if you're watching, please hit the rumble button as we continue to start. Uh, big day. proceed. A big day. And I don't know. We, we've been talking about polls every day. And, like, I don't want to stop because they just keep coming in. Another CNBC poll just came in, and uh, Republicans are up, too, in the generic ballot on a CNBC poll. Uh, the Yesterday, the Real Clear Politics average was 2.2 pers- uh, was, uh, was favoring the Republicans by 2.2 in the morning. It was favoring the Republicans by 2.8 when I was on with Cordy at 9 p.m., and then it was 3.1 by the time that stream ended. The only thing going up faster than the— Say it. The only thing— Say it. I wasn't going to say that. You should say that. The only thing going up faster than the generic ballot is inflation. Ed Stacey Abrams, wait. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about that time that you incited that. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. The incited. You know, you had Dr. Krajicek. Krajicek was very upset. By the way, if anyone wants to see something hilarious, make sure you check out our uh, our Instagram page. Yeah. There's a child, a child who has become an absolute legend out here on Long Island. Yes. Because he, uh, he was photographed with Chuck Schumer. Crying Chuck. At a uh, at a breast cancer walk in jo- Jones baby. Beach, while wearing a Trump twenty four hat. Yes, right next to Chuck Schumer. Crying so that's Chuck. Uh, that's Instagram at Loud Majority. Little kid trolled him. Awesome Check that kid. Out. Kid's a legend. Yeah, his, his his mom messaged us. She was like, "Oh my god, he can't believe how many likes oh, and yeah. comments he's yeah, getting." Yeah. I was like, "Your kid's a legend." A child is an absolute uh, legend. Awesome. Uh, there's something out of the San Francisco Chronicle that I want to touch on briefly. Is there really a COVID nightmare variant? So we've ab- abandoned BA2. Ooh. We've abandoned Omicron. We've abandoned uh, a nightmare, Delta. A nightmare. Now it's just the nightmare variant. XBB. You know, I wonder if the nightmare variant might coincide with Halloween. Yeah. You know how like a few years ago people started to see clowns in the woods? There were all those there's clowns roaming the woods and nobody made the... Side by side that it was coming out two weeks later. Yes, yes, that's exactly what that was. Yeah. Great marketing. Uh, although there was a guy in Staten Island walking. I saw the video of a guy walking the street in a clown outfit hmm. in Staten Island, and by that I mean he was wearing regular clothes. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, can say that because I'm not from Staten Island. The nightmare variants. I don't know. Maybe it's the one that escaped from Boston University. You know, at the 80 percent kill rate. Those yeah. idiots over there. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess know. Boston University has to do something other than cover up. Uh, <laughs> yes, probably. So, well, look, BU is an excellent university. I mean, we know they're doing phenomenal work over there, and we know that not only because of their COVID variant, but because they uh, they are giving top economics degrees to brilliant minds of the next generation. And by brilliant minds, we mean idiots like AOC, <laughs> like AOC. Uh, CNBC poll. We'll talk about this later. I mean, there's just a lot of numbers to run, but uh, I want to start with this article. As you can see, the title of today is that a majority of voters, a majority of voters believe the media 
is the enemy of the people, which is great because we are the new media now. Uh, we are the news. As I don't remember who that was that, that started coining that phrase. But uh, this, is, this is hysterical. American military news. Majority of voters believe, quote, the mainstream media is, quote, the threat to democracy. That's the term that they like to throw at us. Now people like us are throwing it at the mainstream media. Where do you think this poll was conducted? Who do you think conducted this poll? Harvard Harris. No. Emerson. No. Siena. No. Uh, well, you're half right. Yes. It was the New York Times and Siena ah, okay. conducted this poll. Most voters believe, quote, the mainstream media is a threat to democracy. This is a big deal. Because this is gonna this is gonna absolutely destroy the media and the way they look at themselves. Voters were asked whether they believe, quote, American democracy is currently under threat, or the opposite. Then, voters who responded in the affirmative were asked where the blame lies. So, breaking it down, 71% of voters in the entire poll told pollsters that they think democracy is in danger. Of those respondents, of that 71%, 84% said the mainstream media is contributing to the political system's peril. And this is something that we've been talking about for a little bit. It's a gaslighting campaign. And, they, and there, is only, there are only so many times that the people can be gaslit before being exposed to the truth and getting very, very upset. COVID is one of those times. Well, I'm curious. When they say a threat to democracy, do they, does the poll break down why? Because Republicans may say threat to democracy due to illegitimate voting. Democrats may say threat to democracy due to that day that shall not be named. Yes, but they're talking about the media. Okay. And the media, they're saying that the media is to blame. For so the they're threat. saying 71% of voters think democracy is under attack. Mm -hmm. However, they think 84% said the media is contributing to that issue. Okay. And that is, that is a big deal. 59% of those voters said, 59% of the overwhelming, the majority, 71%, so a majority of the majority said the media is a major threat to democracy, <laughs> while 25% said it's a minor threat. That's more than doubling up. I'm curious because I always find these, these sorts of polls interesting because it's like when you see like the approval rating of Congress, it's always at like 11%. People go, well, how do you feel about your congressman? Oh, they're great. So it's like, is the media a threat to democracy except the news I watch? There you go. So it's like the media is a threat to democracy, except uh, the Five Tucker, LFA TV, the Daily Wire, and Bongino Report. Everything yeah. else is a threat. Is a threat. Voters for both parties came out in high numbers against the media, according to the detailed breakdown. The fourth estate poses no threat to democracy whatsoever, in the opinion of only 29% of Democrats, 3% of Republicans, and 14% of independent voters. More than half of Republicans also named Democrats, President Joe Biden, and mail voting as major threats. On the flip side, over 50% of Democrats said major, major threats included Republicans and former President Donald Trump. <laughs> Half of Republicans named the federal government as a major threat, while Democrats focused their ire on the Supreme Court and the Electoral College. So when you look at who's actually waging war on the Republic, it is the Democrat Party and it is Democrat voters. And this is something that I want to go to now. I want to pivot over to the CNBC poll, because when we talk about 
the loud majority, the philosophy behind it, meaning there are more of us in this country than there are of them. There are more people who love and cherish life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. There are more people who cherish freedom and capitalism. There are more people who cherish our constitutional republic than there are people who want to destroy it. It's just that the people who want to destroy it right now are in control of several of the major institutions, including the FBI, the CIA, and the mainstream media. They're in control of the Senate. They're in control of the House. They're in control of the executive branch. And that's what's making it easier for them to let their people be the squeaky wheel, mm -hmm. get away with literal murder, and then not have to worry about any consequences when, you know, day after day after day, we find another story popping up on Bongino Report about the Biden administration raiding the life of the house of a pro-life activist. Yep. All right, these, are, these are things that are happening, and but there are more of us... Republicans and independents combined than there are of them who would rather live in a constitutional republic where the government leaves you alone, where you work hard. If you work hard, you get rewarded. If you don't work hard, you don't get rewarded. And it's a system of merit. Later in the show, we're going to talk about something where Katanji Brown Jackson, the non-biologist who's now on the Supreme Court. The non-biologist, biologist. Yes. Who believes that it's not in the Constitution. But she believes the Constitution allows for racial discrimination. She believes these things. There's an article about that. We're going to get to that later. Really? Yes. Yeah, Supreme Court justice. Finally, we are we are delving into my realm. Yes. So the GOP not the not the, not the racial injustice part. No, the uh, constitutional the constitutional part. part. Yes. We make that very clear. CNBC poll, which found the Republicans <laughs> ahead two points on the generic ballot. All right. Uh, GOP holds big leads on key economic issues ahead of the November elections from a CNBC survey. Now, you know, NBC, CNBC again, not friendly and they're still finding republicans ahead again these are likely voter polls matter of fact the only poll that has come out in favor of democrats over the last week is a registered voter poll that's yeah. all they have they can't go to likely voters they don't want to account for enthusiasm which a likely voter poll does and they don't want to go down that route because it gives them a bad result that's a skewed poll that's an improper poll third quarter cnbc all america and then watch the way that cnbc tries to sugarcoat this poll which is a very bad poll for democrats and this is why the media is the enemy of the people. This is why their gaslighting campaign has been effective. Because they take the lead, they bury it several paragraphs down in this article. They give you a, a juicy little, well, don't worry, folks, it's really not that bad. No, no, if you're a Democrat, it's that bad. Watch. The third quarter CNBC All-America Economic Survey finds some modest improvement in economic attitudes and in President Joe Biden's approval ratings across the country but Americans still harbor mostly negative views on the economy and give the GOP double-digit leads on key economic and financial issues ahead of the November elections. Biden's overall rating, uh, Biden's overall approval rating jumped 10 points from the July survey with 46% approving and 50 cents, 50% uh, disapproving. Approval of Biden's handling of the economy also rose 10 points. Wow, this sounds really good for Biden. With 40% approving, 50% disapproving. While they were the president's best number since 2021, here it comes. The improvement largely came from increased Democratic support. Yes. Okay? So they paint this big, rosy, rosy, big, you know, I did that on purpose because she's a big person, big, rosy support. Oh, this what a beautiful picture, except it's all coming from one part of the voter block and it's all coming from the Democratic drones and sheep who mindlessly go and fill out their ballots and vote for Democrats even though nothing ever gets better. Nothing gets better. Appro this is important and it's buried. Last sentence of the second paragraph. Approval by independents on the economy remained unchanged from the prior poll 
at just 25%. 25%. Among independents. Now, think about this. Obviously, Republicans don't approve of how Biden is handling the economy. Independents don't approve of how Biden's handling the economy. Those two groups together outnumber all of the Democrats in this country in terms of registration. Period. End of story. Those two groups together are the majority of the country. Okay? And if you are at 25% approval rating uh, in the ballpark or, or regarding the issue that ranks among the top of the issues in the midterms coming up, economy, inflation, jobs, all those can be lumped together as economic issues and crime. If your approval rating is 25% among independents, not among partisans, right? Not among people who are registered to one party or the other. This is a huge, huge problem. And yet the Democrats, the Democrats see, oh, improvement. Well, we signed the Inflation Reduction Act. Well, gas prices came down. Well, you know what? Independents and Republicans aren't buying it. So Democrats are answering these polls in an entirely different fashion than the way Republicans and independents are answering it, which means to me, they are so out of touch with what this country cares mm -hmm. about. It's going to result in historic losses. And it's unbelievable. You talk about the Inflation Reduction Act. You talk about how gas prices came down very briefly. Well, I want to be very clear about something. When President Trump refilled the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, he did it when oil was at $26 a barrel. Joe Biden has now lowered the Strategic Petroleum Reserve when gas is $72 a barrel, which means he's going to have to refill this at three times the price. Yep. And that is the difference between a career bureaucrat and a career businessman. That's right. Imagine buying a car. Right? Exactly. Imagine buying a car that you intend on flipping and selling. Or a house. A house. A house. Let's go a house. Don't worry about cars. You would currently not flip houses right now. Right. Because buying the house, you're going to buy the house and then have to put enough work into the house to sell it for more money combined than what you're going to be able to sell it for. Mm. Meaning you're not making a profit, you're taking a loss. All right, this is this is trading 101. Yeah, right now Joe Biden is sitting there giving you guys three cents off a gallon. Right. And then he's going to have to raise your taxes. Yes, to pay to, for the new to the pay, refill. Yeah, this is what the government does. The government takes a dollar from you, they give you 20 cents back, and then they want you to say thank you. Yes, and then they want you to give three more dollars after that. Three dollars. Uh, three dollars, 15 dollars. Americans' views on the current state of the economy rose five points from the prior survey, yet still remains at a low level. I mean, listen to this. Only 16% say the economy is excellent or good. Up from 11% in July... 83% call the economy fair or poor. Uh, the third straight survey where the percentage has been above eight, of 80. On the outlook, 27% expect the economy to improve in the next year, up from 22% in July, with 45% expecting it to get worse, down from 52% in July. The 45% who believe the economy will worsen is the third most pessimistic result in the 14-year history of the survey. Again, they bury the worst news in the last sentence of the paragraph, eclipsed only by the surveys in July, and a year ago. Yeah. And again, it's important to understand, the only group that was reporting better sentiments toward the economy are Democrats. These people are out of touch. They don't understand what the average American wants. And here's the point that I really want to make. You know why they are answering this way? Because they're smarter than you. They oh, think yeah. they're smarter than you. They know better. No, no, no. It's the Inflation Reduction Act. And remember, it was just transitory and the vaccine was safe and effective and everything yeah. was. They know better than you. 
You stupid, uneducated Republican Trump voter, really? Well, now there's independents who might have voted for Biden in 2020 who are really upset mm -hmm. that promises made, promises kept was replaced by promises made, promises broken, more promises made, more promises broken, and now we're all poor. Well, because they're that, pissed. That's what. That's ever since the Woodrow Wilson administration, the the left, the liberals have always thought to themselves: if we just hire, if we just get enough experts in a particular field together, enough people that have studied a topic their entire lives. I mean, Wilson, probably our worst president, also a raging racist, was our only president with a PhD. Right, PhD, PhD. So. Since that sort of administration, we've just gaggled together these experts, like an Anthony Fauci, mm. a guy who is an expert because he's been at the head of a department for so long. No one looks at actual results. Nobody looks at the fact that, well, should we listen to Anthony Fauci? Well, he's been the head of the NAID for 40 years. Yeah. Well, he also said that AIDS was spread airborne, which yep. is very, I mean, well, I guess technically. <laughs> right, yeah, right, I right. Guess technically it could be. Right. But, but I mean, come on. nobody looks at actual results when they talk about experts. The only reason why Janet Yellen is an expert in in monetary policy is because she was appointed to be the the Secretary of the Treasury. The only reason Jay Powell is an expert in 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 interest rates is because he was appointed the head of the uh, the head of the Federal Reserve. Yep. So these people are only experts because you're told they're experts. I was saying it the other day. I, I wish I could remember the name of this book. Uh, they talk about the news media and they say what makes a hotel distinguished. We do. Yeah, right. Exactly. If I tell you this restaurant is delicious, the restaurant becomes delicious. Right. If if Donald Trump went out and said, you know what, this McDonald's is better than Burger King. It's fantastic. There's an entire segment of the population who would believe that McDonald's is better than Burger King. We love the Big Mac. The biggest Mac in the history of Macs. What do you think about it? It's a huge Mac. But that's what happens. It's true. It's that's absolutely true. That things become distinguished by, or things become amazing. What? Why does a hotel have a five-star review? Because people give it five stars. Because people give it five stars. Right, it's like it's a human construct. It's like time. Exactly. You know, seriously. It's almost not even real. The poll of 800. Now, it's also important to understand this poll. You know what else isn't this real? This CNBC poll, the rumble button. Birds. Yeah, oh, birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. The rumble button is real, though. So hit that button. So hit that button. Keep hitting it. It's doing really well today, as a matter of fact. Birds it's important real. to understand. Republicans have a two-point lead. This was, again, CNBC, because they have fake news. We know that they're fake news. October 16th is when this poll was done. You know, we're less than a month to go before the election. The election is November 8th, so for the slow on intake liberals, the soils, October 16th, the distance between October 16th and November 8th is less than a month. And again, this is a registered voter poll. But it still finds Republican up, uh, Republicans up two points. That's doom and gloom, folks. That is doom and gloom for the doom Democrats. Doom and gloom. 800 registered voters. That just means they're asking people who have the ability to vote, but maybe not the intention to do so. It's very important when you look at midterms off presidential years, right? When you look at midterm elections to go to likely voters because that takes into account this enthusiasm gap, which we are seeing favoring Republicans by very wide margins. Margins wider than Stacey Abrams, okay? Believe me. <laughs> this is, I mean, look at this. Republicans have a double-digit lead on the questions of which party would do a better job bringing down inflation, handling taxes, dealing with deficits, and creating jobs. Double-digit lead. Mm -hmm. Double on those very important issues. CNBC's Democratic and Republican pollsters agree. The economics look similar. The economic numbers look similar to 2014. 
2014. When the, when the GOP retained the House and took control of the Senate. Well, because here's what's important to understand is that, well, and, and this is the same thing that happens in the culture war that happens in the political war. In the culture war, you see these radical leftists, these Marxists, these, these, these high intellect people, or so they believe, focus on these niche issues. Like, oh, we need to teach, you know, uh, 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 trans intersectionality. And the average person just goes, uh, the cable bill just came in. You know, nobody cares about these these niche issues, and, and Democrats do the exact same thing in these polls. They focus on abortion, the fact that even though only 6% of people call that their top issue, they focus on climate change, even though only like 5% of people call that their top issue. Republicans, on the other hand, focus on immigration, something that 35% of people believe is there. Is their top issue. When you focus on niche issues, you get niche results. We dealt with the opposite. Yep. Of one of those in our congressional race. That's right. That's right. You know, it everything, everything that matters. It happy, and you can tell what people care about just by asking them about it. Here's the results. Let me get this. The poll also found 43% of Americans say higher interest rates have had a negative effect on their personal financial situation. 47% say they've been hurt by the stock market. And 77% say inflation has set them back financially. Just 32% believe their home price will increase in the next year, the lowest level since the COVID pandemic mm-hmm. began. 23% believe their home price will decline in the next year, the highest level since 2011. And that's what's important because your home for... I, I don't know, maybe 99% of people, is your biggest asset. It's an asset. Is it's your, an asset. Uh, particularly if you are considering the run from a blue state. Correct. Because Partic- you got to sell that home and get out of there. Exactly. Or, or if, you're in a re- if you're in a red state and you got out two years ago, right. and now you're looking to maybe level up a little bit. Yep. You know, if you bought on the panhandle, and maybe now you want to live closer to, I don't know, Orlando. West Palm. Or, well, yeah, Orlando, you know, right. West Palm. Mm-hmm. But that, if you don't believe your biggest asset is going to go up, that is a sign, and that is how regular people think. And people always ask, they're like, what is inflation? You know, it's, it's an economic term. It's very, it's very confusing. And I just tell people this very simply. When inflation goes up, your money goes down. That's it. That's it. That's that, right. That is, that, is the, that is the first great answer to inflation. That's it. And we could tell you a thousand different reasons on why inflation happens, how to bring it down, what to do. But like anything else in this world, it is far more easier to destroy than it is to build. So if it takes a month for inflation to double, it's going to take a year for, for inflation it, to come back down. For inflation to, to come control. back down. Right. It's like credit card bills. Yep. You can you can, you can run you a can credit, swipe, swipe, swipe. You can swipe, run swipe. a credit card bill up real quick. You can max out your credit card in a day. Easy. But you're not going to pay that all off in a day. You're not going to pay it over in a day. Correct. And, and then the interest on top of that means it's going to take you a very long time to pay that exactly off. The diff- that's exactly why inflation is so hard to come down. That's exactly why in the in the late 70s and the 80s when inflation was at the rate that it is now, it took Reagan basically his entire presidency and the invention of the internet to bring it back down that's again. That's right. Views on the stock market remain depressed, just a point above the worst levels ever recorded in the survey with... Just 28% saying it's a good time to invest in the stock market. 68% think the United States will soon be in a recession with 9% who believe we're already in one. Great media gaslighting campaign there. We are in a recession by definition, but the media has isolated people from the truth and not told them that they're in an actual recession. I can't wait for the third quarter numbers to come out and watch them go, oh, no, no, inflate. We've been in a recession. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. Guys, we've been in a recession. Yeah. 
a recession is two quarters of negative right, growth. Right, right, right. And watch Peter Doocy's head explode. explode. The one bit of good economic news, which is sugar-coated here by CNBC, 41% believe their wages will rise in the next year, the highest level since the pandemic. But it's not going to matter because inflation is rising faster. Inflation is rising faster than the percentage by which rate wages are going up. Yeah. Okay? Uh, inflation ranks as the number one concern for all Americans combined. Again, for the slow on intake liberals. We call them soils. S-O-I-L-S. Okay? Slow on intake liberals. Inflation ranks as the number one concern for all Americans combined. That means a majority of Americans who answered this poll and other polls as well believe that inflation is the top concern. Here comes the split, though, where the Democrats continue to be out of touch. What do you think? Don't look. What do you think the number one concern for Democrats is? January 6th. Absolutely. There you go. Threats to democracy is the number one issue for Democrats and immigration and border security is tops for Republicans, a point ahead of inflation. For independents, inflation is the leading concern and little else registers. Folks, inflation is the issue. It is the issue that the majority of Americans prioritize and care about. And the Democrats are there saying, F your inflation concerns. We got to talk about January 6th. We have to subpoena Donald Trump. I cannot wait to testify in front of watermelon head, pencil neck, Adam Schiff. I can't wait to do it. I I'll tell you right now, this is how out of touch this party is. And you know what? This th these, these generic ballots would favor the Republicans by 20 points. Mm -hmm. 20 points. If the media was just fair and honest, if we had an honest press or at least a little bit more honest press than we currently have now, the Democrats wouldn't even have any talking points. They wouldn't have any talking points. They'd be points. getting stampeded in these races, completely trounced. Folks, this is, this is why it's so important to absolutely, and I mean this metaphorically, destroy and dismantle the mainstream media. You got to do it. If you have a Hulu subscription, you got to cancel it. If you have an ESPN subscription, I would urge you to cancel it because those are all Disney and Disney funds ABC, right? That's their, mm -hmm. that they're in the same bed. Yep. If you subscribe to Peacock or Paramount or any of those NBC or Universal things, folks, you got to take the money away from them. You have to hit them where it hurts. And, and, look, when, they, and uh, when they ask why, you write that because they are contributing to the most effective gaslighting campaign in the history of this country that is destroying this country. You saw the majority of that poll was that was done by the New York Times, a media outlet, yep. that says the media is part of the problem. It is time to destroy the media. If we had a fair press, a free press, an honest press, they would have admitted that Donald Trump was the most effective president in the history of the United States, considering what he was put through, what he had to inherit, and the results that he garnered in such a short period of time, then he had to deal with a virus mm. where everything worked against him, everybody worked against him, and his economy recovered with a V-shaped recovery right before the election. If we had a fair press, we wouldn't have to worry about mail-in ballots. And Those no mail-in ballots will be Trump votes. And no one's saying you have to like him. Just give him credit. Nobody's saying you have to like him. Give him credit. I don't like FDR. He won World War II. 
And here you go. You no, know, I, I don't like FDR. For everyone, this is FDR with like one of the greatest presidents. Mm. Come, come, mm. yeah, come talk to me. Yeah, come talk to me. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I could go. I actually got thrown out of FDR's house. Yeah, because you weren't nice to him. Because I kept correcting the tour guide. Yeah, she didn't like that very much. And then there was a bench that said, "Don't sit on it." I want to thank Pat C. Stephen. For the $100 Rumble Ram. Wow, thank, thank you, you very so much. much. You are That's the best. unbelievable. You are awesome. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Inflation is... You don't, have to, you don't have to like Donald Trump no. to, to... You know, even with the Abraham Accords. I, I got news for you. Not a big fan of the Kush. Not a big fan of Jared Kush. No, not really. But you know what? What he did with those Middle Eastern countries, and mm-hmm. had he had enough time, who knows? Maybe he could have got a peace deal between the Israelis and the Saudis. Crime is the number three issue, by the way, for Republican voters. While abortion and climate change are tied for third among Democrats. They don't care about crime. They don't care about inflation. Again, threats to democracy was number one. Crime, I'm sorry, uh, threats to democracy was number one. Abortion and climate change are tied for third. They are, they are worried about the wrong problems, folks. The Democrat Party is proving in these polls that they are out of touch. And guess what? Media outlets like CNBC, they bury it down in the bottom, but they have to report it. And if you're like me and you like to look at all these issues, I love seeing this because it's not like they're in lockstep. Okay, Democrats care about inflation, but they think they have another way to fix it. Democrats care about crime, but they think they have another way to fix it where they can run and go, we're going to be tough on crime, but we're going to do it by defunding the police and hiring social workers and appealing to some segment of the population. They're not even talking about crime. They're not even it. talking about inflation because they can't. It used because to they be. they come so far. They, they got the windshield wiper. It came, they went so far left because of Trump yep. that they can't go back now. Yep. We have so many resources. We have so many videos and clips of Stacey Abrams denying the results of the election, of Nancy Pelosi tweeting, our election was hijacked, that they can't they can't reasonably get to independence and go, wait a second, this behavior was bad, but then independence will go, well, then first of all, why did you behave that way ever since 2000? And B, I'm not really worried about that right now. I'm worried that a banana is like $5 in a supermarket. That's because people, and this is what... Liberals don't understand. They don't. They can't get why the things that the elite liberals care about is not the things that regular liberals care about. Because it turns out, if you are just your your average run of the mill factory settings liberal, who probably <laughs> is pro choice, who's probably like, ah, I think that women should have the right to an abortion, but gas is four dollars a gallon, but I can't afford to heat my home, but. Everything in the supermarket costs more money. Those are the things that affect people on a day-to-day basis. And people are going to care about, let's just, let's just be honest, more people are going to enter a supermarket and spend more money on food than they did two years ago than are going to be looking for an abortion these days. Yeah. All right? Because it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a niche thing. And it was an issue. Roe versus Wade was overturned. People were motivated, I guess. They're more motivated now by what's going to better suit their financial interests. Look, money money makes the world go round. You know, we're the only species on this planet that pays to live here. I get it. And that's what we have to do, unfortunately. But, you know, with that being said, we have this idea that uh, all of a sudden uh, a woman's quote-unquote right to access uh, to an abortion is more important than what it's going to cost to go shopping today yeah. is out. It's just, it's so out of touch. But, but now people are waking up to it. Independents and Republicans combined are in lockstep mm-hmm. over what the most important issue is. These elite liberals seem to think that a right is just something you want. No, yeah, exactly. I have the right to play for the Mets. <laughs> yeah. 
No. 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 Although, you know, it couldn't hurt. No, it couldn't hurt, right? Listen, the Mets out of the first round, you know, so listen. By the way, Padres, good win yesterday over the Phils. The little uh, former Rangers on that team. Oh, we got a nice, little, we got a, we had a nice little tweet from Brian Leswing. Oh, did we? I yeah. love that guy. What a... He, uh, he stumbled across something. Oh, look at that. Okay. Well. Brian, if you're watching, you Kathy Hochul hack. Yeah. Why don't you come on down into the basement? Yeah. Come on down to the basement. Ladies and gentlemen, you have done a fantastic job with the rumble button, but we could do an even better job. And we're going to do that while I get to this uh, word from our sponsors. And then we'll get to Katanji Brown Jackson because I know you're <laughs> chomping. You're chomping at the bit. What time is the Met game? Right now. Uh, <clears throat> these are crazy, stressful times. So... Uh, what is your solution to relax? If you haven't tried CBD, you haven't experienced complete relaxation. I couldn't sleep last night. I was a little excited. I fasted yesterday, so I had all this energy. Uh, and I ate dinner, and then I, you know, whatever. So it was nice. Uh, so I took some CBD to go to sleep. CBDistillery.com has the best CBD products, including their top-rated Synergy Plus collection. No prescription needed, and it's delivered to your door. You don't need a prescription, but this delivers a sense of calmness and well-being that'll make you wonder how you managed life without it. So what could possibly be this effective at taking the edge off of life and deliver a level of chill uh, that you've never experienced. It is called Unwind Synergy plus THC and CBD. It's only available from cbdistillery.com and you must be 21 or older uh, to order. Unwind Synergy is remarkably formulated with full spectrum CBD plus hemp derived Delta 9 THC. Bottom line, if you could use a little peace and calm in your life, Unwind Synergy is for you. And with over 2 million customers, CB Distillery is the source that you can trust. Visit cbdistillery.com and click on Synergy Plus. And at checkout, enter LFA, Lima Foxtrot Alpha. For 15% off, again, enter LFA for 15% off at cbdistillery.com. That is cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. And if THC is not your thing... And those are not the, uh, that's not what you're looking for. You can get the CBD, which is THC-free, no psychoactive properties, still helps you sleep, still helps you relax, relax. And yes, by the way, no food, if you fast, intermittent fasting does give you more energy when you finally eat and your body gets used to it. And, uh, you is know, it like, is it like, it's really cool. Is it energy or is it a lack of lethargicness? Because it's energy. You, you know, you eat a lot of bread, you, you, you get very full. Yeah, it's energy. Is it energy? Oh, it's energy. Especially when you end the night and you eat your dinner and it's steak and spinach. You know what gives me energy? A nap. Yeah, but well, you wouldn't need to take a nap if you did fasting. That's the point. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, but, Intermittent fasting, 16, but, but 16 two, 9. But my two favorite things in the world are eating and sleeping. Yeah, well, and, and, and listen, the, and, and, I'm not going to say anything, and I'm going to let the Nassau County Young Democrats run with that one. Yeah, well, you know what? I, <laughs> 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 Timon and <Pumbaa>. oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, look, there's got to be a skinny one and a big one, you know. Uh, uh, the Honeymooners. That's right. Seinfeld. That's right. Uh, Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello. Timon yes. and Pumbaa. Yep. Bert and Ernie. Jay and Silent Bob. Bert and Ernie, that wasn't really... Ernie wasn't that bad. Well, he, was, he wasn't he was tall and skinny. Yeah, but he wasn't like Stacey Abrams. No, there, there, are, there are not many people living like Stacey Abrams. That's true. You know, I saw Stacey Abrams Big on, a, on an Abrams. episode of My 600-Pound Life. You know, I saw Stacey Abrams in the air yesterday, and then I realized it was a hot air balloon. Anyway. Uh, you know, I, did, did you know this? What? That Stacey Abrams actually has Goodyear tattooed on one of her ass cheeks. No way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because she's a blimp. I saw her floating over, I Yankee, get it. Saw her floating <laughs> over Yankee Stadium. Uh, by the way, did you know that Stacey Abrams actually this is a real story? And that could be true also. Who knows? Laurel and Hardy. You know what, guys? Chat, do me a favor. Tell me some more 
Some, t- tell me some more dynamic duos. Dynamic duos. Yes. In the shape of your favorite. Hey, I'll tell you one. Of your favorite LFA I'll host. tell you one. Uh, Mike and the Mad Dog. Come at the door, everybody. Yeah, Mike and the Mad Dog. Yeah, I would have to be Mad Dog. Okay. Well, gonna, okay. Have to. okay. <laughs> All right. We're back. What time? Now we're gonna take. What time? Some, now we're gonna take some calls. And, Jeez. And I'm gonna. Uh, I expect to be on Nickelodeon. And I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna okay. insult everyone that calls uh, in. Get lost. Get lost. Get lost. Okay. You waited on hold for two hours. You waited on hold for two hours, Mickey Mantle. Okay. Uh, get lost. So. Oh wow, Janet. Wow. Not great. What did she say? Roseanne and Dan. Oh come on now. Let's relax. <laughs> well, Dan was tall and fat. Yeah, but not anymore. Noise. He's not. Now, here's another one. You know, by the way, Stacey Abrams believes that abortion will fight inflation. Do you know that? <laughs> okay, whoever D Royal is, yeah. wins. Wins. Who I D Royal, Finkel and Einhorn. <laughs> <laughs> Einhorn is man. Beavis, uh, Patrick, SpongeBob, and Patrick. Patrick. Falling okay. in spade. I mean, okay. I'll take that all day. Stacey Abrams' ass has its own zip code. <laughs> Rick and Morty. All right, I like the Laurel and Hardy. Here we go. We're good. Oh, this is going. I like this. Barney and Fred. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. Smokey and the Bandit. Bud Connor. <laughs> I'm crying. Everyone seems to. Uh, Tom and Jerry. <sighs> you can't say Tom and Jerry. No, you can say Uncle Tom and Jerry. No, cause, though, cause, because you can, you can call no, because Tom and Jerry are. Uh, they were initially yeah. cartoons. Made to make fun of the Nazis. Stacy Pig Abrams is a nasty. Oh my god! All right. Ah, the Skipper and Gilligan. Oh yes. All right. That makes you Gilligan. By the way, so Stacy Abrams does say that abortion will fight inflation. Did you hear that one? Mallory Dockendorf. Did you hear that one? This is not a good. Marilyn, this, not Mar- well, Mallory. Well, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Her comparison here is a loser. No, we're not doing that. Bill no, and Hillary. Bill and Hillary. Stop. That's not a dynamic duo. We don't like. Because that. I want to make. I want to. I want to be very clear. If we're Bill and Hillary. Which one is which? No, I'm not Hillary. So, You're shoddy not nose goes. I go in. I shoddy not nose goes. Uh, yes, the, here's this article, Katanji Brown Jackson, because we're gonna we gotta get excited with that. But did Stacey Abrams did say that abortion would help fight inflation? Yes. I don't know how that uh, works. Because if, because if you because this is if you kill the babies, there's less less demand. Is that the point? If you kill your babies that you can't afford, <sighs> you no longer have to take government subsidies, which. Is technically true. You know what else would fight inflation? If all humans died, like, yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what would be this a gr- woman's a monster. You know what would be a great way to get rid of climate change? Yeah. If all humans left Earth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even though there's a lot of greenhouse gas emissions on on Jupiter. Yeah. And Venus. Girls go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Yeah. <laughs> if men are from Mars and yeah. women are from Venus, you just pulled those pronouns. Straight out of Uranus. Yes, there you go. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it would be different. If men are from Mars and girls are from Venus, uh, girls have a. Wow, well, there's a rhyme. I'm trying to rhyme with penis, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anti. Make a trans joke, and I can't. I can't figure this out. And I'd say it nicely. Yes, the Constitution forbids government ah. from racial. Discrimination. James D. Agresti here on JustFactsDaily.com. Wait, it forbids racial discrimination. Forbids. Yes. Yes, the Constitution forbids government from racial discrimination. 100%. During a recent hearing of the United States Supreme Court, justice and non-biologist, I I put that in there, Ketanji Brown Jackson, claimed that the Constitution doesn't require government to act in a, quote, race-neutral manner. Does not require the government. She declared, instead she declared that government is constitutionally authorized to make people equal by taking race 
Conscious actions. You see, now, this is a very interesting thing, because first off, A, Ketanji Brown-Jackson, you're wrong, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, go give it a read. Yes. But there was a case in 2005 called Gruder v. Bollinger. Right now, it's currently being sought up by the court that said that colleges could use race as a positive in admissions, but never as a negative, which I don't know how no, none of the lawyers that fought for this case said, if you, have a, if you have a thousand people cap and you're using race as a positive in admissions, that would mean that anyone you didn't let in, race would be used as a negative. Because if you take a positive, you must have a negative. Yes. That's how physics That's works. That's how it works. So she doesn't well, think, she's not a physicist either. So she thinks that, that the Constitution allows her racial discrimination. Well, here's her reasoning, ready? In an October 4th hearing for a case called Merrill versus Mulligan, an attorney for the state of Alabama, Roll Tad, argued before the Supreme Court that it would be unconstitutional to draw U.S. congressional district boundaries based on race. This is because the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution forbids states from denying, quote, to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. Challenging the attorney, Jackson insisted that Alabama should be forced to draw its congressional districts in a way that will give black people more voting power in support of this position, she Ah. asserted, quote, I don't think, and this is, and this, this, mm-hmm. this highlights a much larger problem yes. among the left. I, I know, this. I know, I know exactly where this is going. I don't think we can assume. This is what she said. I don't think we can assume that just because race is taken into account, that the necessarily that 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 necessarily creates an equal protection problem, because the framers of the Fourteenth Amendment adopted it quote in a race conscious way, and this highlights the issue. That we have seen for a very long time, all right, that the left wants to take the Declaration of Independence, they want to take the Constitution, they want to look at slavery, and they want to nullify and erase, destroy, Mm -hmm. and shred those documents out of racism when those document well the constitution has been the declaration obviously isn't a living document it can't be amended but the constitution has been amended Mm, yes to address these concerns i'm going to tell you why she said this and it's very this is actually like i mean her reasoning is obviously incredibly racist but may i draw something yes all right so guys imagine this is a state right the top state and imagine there's an inner city right here in the middle can't really see it. Okay, there you go. You see a little bit. Go ahead. Imagine there's an inner city right here in the middle, and yeah. this is a largely black population. What she is saying is that if you were to make four congressional maps off of this, it should go in this sort of manner. Thus, giving, and let's say the outsides are all farmland. What she's saying is one, two, three, four. That way, that a largely minority city in the middle would have a representative in Congress. What happens a lot of the times is, and both sides do this, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, every, every party does what gerrymandering. What happen is, they will draw the maps in such a way to basically negate the inner city uh, voting block, thus giving it one, two, three, four Republican seats, or, or non-white seats, or, or white seats, I would call it. That is what she's talking about here. The difference being that each person should... And, uh, of course, she uses some sort of a, a, a racist undertone to explain Mulligan. But that is not... I understand what she's saying. Let me try to uh, work this one out. Basically, it's a, it's a case on gerrymandering. Yeah. Not so much a case on the 14th Amendment. But she has to use it in, in, a, in, a, in a racist type manner. Because 
and she also assumes that that inner city of 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 minorities is one minority group. So if you have a city in the middle and it's made up of of blacks and Hispanics and Asians and and and, and Indians, which one gets picked there? Because and and that's assuming that all the land on the outside is all white. Yeah. But uh, that's how know. but that's how people like Tatanji Brown Jackson view race. They think that if you have if you have a a black city that's forty percent black, it should be represented by a black person, which sounds right. It's unless unless the sixty percent pick someone else. Yes. You know, or fifty one percent pick someone else. That's yep. democracy. That's I thought democracy. they're supposed to believe in that stuff. What I take into account here is is this idea that the constitution was written within a race conscious way and and in, in early stages it was you know the three-fifths compromise you had all these you know there were there were well a way to try to that's not true but there was a way to try to you know it, all of a sudden slaves matter they didn't matter they were population they were well, property this is a this is a this is a common misconception about the three-fifths compromise People who are are historically ill-informed will say, look, the founders were absolutely racist. They only counted blacks as three-fifths of a person. However, if you go back and you look at the Three-Fifths Compromise, the reason they did that was because they didn't want the southern states to have an outsized power over the northern states. Right, exactly. Because if you gave basically two blacks equaled one white vote, because of that, Virginia... South Carolina and Georgia had less power than they would have had had they counted blacks. As well, that's each because the slave states, and it was it was to, it was to highlight hypocrisy, right? Because the slave states would say black people are property, but when they wanted power, black yes. people are people, and that's and what, that's why the, the founders comprom- did that. The three fifths compromise was not written in any sort of way. No, it as wasn't to negate the 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 humanhood. Of blacks, it was a way of basically keeping Virginia in check, right? Because throughout the entire founding, Virginia ran the show. That's right. Virginia, Madison wrote the Constitution. Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence. Washington led the army. This is just George Mason was huge in the writing of the uh, of the Constitution. That's right. This is what basically it was twelve on one at a certain point mm-hmm. to stop Virginia from basically Virginia and Pennsylvania from being as powerful as they would have otherwise been. And as, uh, when pressing her point, Jackson twisted the Fourteenth Amendment guarantee of equal protection of the laws into the notion that people should be brought equal or made equal. This is the leftist There's view of no, equity. There is no, there is no way to describe. No way. When the phrase yeah. "made equal," yeah, there is no possible way. To spin that in a positive direction, because that is how you get the early Soviet revolutions. Yeah, with the killing of the kulaks. That's right. Basically, anyone that had anything, <laughs> it was it, it essentially creates a race to the bottom. Exactly. Because exactly. what happens is you can have your overachievers, you can have your achievers, you can have your your haves, and then your have-nots, and the have-nots take it out on the haves. You know, you have again, and I'll take a look at Donald Trump you or Elon Musk or or you don't have to. Have Even to a have JD a Vance. Yeah, you don't have to have a lot. You just have to have more than somebody else. More than somebody else. Right. So what was happening in, in the early stages of, of the Soviet revol- of the Russian Revolution that turned into the Soviet Union was the kulaks were being killed. The kulaks, all that meant was productive farmer. So if you had a cow and maybe someone worked for you, 
you were then an oppressor to those who worked for you. Mm -hmm. And there's always going to be more labor than there is capital in terms of physical numbers. And that is what the Soviet Revolution, the Marxist Revolution, why it's such a why it's why it never seems to die. No, it never because seems to die. There will always be more workers than owners. Mm -hmm. Because how mathematically, there's no way to not have that. Right. And once you start to try to make people equal, make people the same, you will start to see very, very bad things start to happen because, you know. Some people are just better at stuff. I don't think LeBron James should give points to the Knicks. No. No, certainly not. You know, I don't think that... Matter of fact, usually the Knicks give points to LeBron James. Exactly. That's usually <laughs> what happens. Like the Jets I, give points to the exactly. Buffalo Bills. Tom Brady you know? shouldn't try less. No. Because he's better at because quarterbacking. Because he feels bad for who he's... Because he's better than everybody else. That's, in the words of Kamala Harris here in the article, quote, there's a big difference between equality and equity, and, quote, equitable treatment means we all end up at the same place. But you can't guarantee that. And that, now the article says here, this often entails unequal treatment under the law, yep. which is true. Because, again, if you're going to shape your laws to disproportionately affect the haves simply because they have, because the have-nots are upset, those people who have mm -hmm. are going to be negatively affected and discriminated against under the law, which is a violation explicitly forbidden. By the 14th Amendment, the Equal yeah. Protection. And Jordan Peterson talks about this a lot when it comes and to... And Katanji Brown-Jackson is a justice? She should know that. She should know that. But she doesn't Jordan care. Jordan Peterson talks about this a lot when it comes to hierarchy, that no matter what you do in this world, there will be people better at it than other people, whether it's playing basketball or playing chess or farming or whatever. But when you start to negatively impact those who are good, who are naturally good at something... It hurts everyone else. So what they did was, when they collectivized all the farms in the Soviet Union... In Ukraine, for the breadbasket of Europe, which they absolutely destroyed, when they collectivized all the farms, all the good farmers stopped working because there was no reason for them to do it. Right. So everyone worked to the bottom. A lot of times, there's a. Uh, I used to say this when I was in my 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 union, that being in union sometimes guaranteeing your job makes you work just hard enough to not get fired. Mm -hmm. There's there was an old saying in the Soviet Union that they pretend to pay us and we pretend to work. Because there was no reason to work harder than anyone else who sucked at their job. That's because right. Because there was no benefit in being better because everyone was treated exactly the same. That's right. What they assumed was human beings would be like drones and the people who worked harder would basically pick up the slack for those who didn't work hard, didn't work or just, I mean, if they, or, or just weren't as good. No. You know, there are some people out there who just know how to farm. Got news for you. I'm not one of them. No. Okay, so if you put that person and me on a farm, that person is going to be more productive. Thus, they should be compensated for their for better- For being more productive. For being more productive. I mean, it's, again, we it's have Clay Travis- work, We have people who work here who are uh, incredibly not productive. Yeah. Clay Travis cites this all the time. Athletics, sports- is the meritocracy that we all should strive to be a part of. Not necessarily be athletes, yes. but be paid for your production. If you are a pitcher like Jacob deGrom in the major leagues, who is, who is one of the best pitchers of his time, Right, uh, a Hall of Famer, most likely. Mm -hmm. So you know, three what back to back to back Cy Youngs or back to back, back Cy Youngs, back. but three Cy Youngs in four years, something yep. like that. Right, he should be paid for that performance. Yes, he was. He did very well. He performed at a high level. He gets paid a lot of money because he performed at a high level. A pitcher like uh, I don't know Sean Manaya on the the Red Sox, who pitches to a four ERA, not a one ERA, or 
doesn't get as much money as Jacob DeGrom because he's not as good. And the and the the goal in football or baseball or basketball or hockey is to be better yes. than the person across the line from you, than, the, than your opponent. And, and if you are better and you achieve those results because you are better, you will achieve more more, uh, more financial windfall yes. and 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 uh, compensation because you are better because you deserve it. And also, it's important to understand that. And study after study has shown this throughout. They've done cross cultural studies on this that when you maximize the cultural factors in achieving, like for instance, gender equity, you turn out. It turns out you maximize the biological factors. So. If you take take a country like Norway, who has done more to equalize the genders in in engineering, there are the exact same amount of engineers, of female engineers in Norway than there are in Bangladesh, which obviously is not gender equi- equitable. You might think, well, why is that the case? Because it turns out when you give people the free will to do what they want to do, they pick what they want to do. That's and right. It turns out a lot of women don't want to be engineers. No, I don't want to be an engineer. It's incredibly boring. It's, it's difficult too. It's, it's too many numbers boring. involved. Also, you know what else I don't want to do? Be a first grade teacher. Right. That's why you're not a first grade. That's teacher. That's why I'm not a first grade teacher. Before we go, I want to get to this quick about about Fetterman because this is great. Something quick about Fetterman. So, in a letter released by John Fetterman's four hundred and sixty two. Yeah, let's rumbles. hit that rumble button. We're so close Guys, to five hundred. So close to five hundred. I want to hit that five before we go. So keep mashing it on the way out. Hit it. In a letter released by Fetterman's team. Uh, a doctor by the name of Clifford Chen said Fetterman has, quote, significantly improved following his stroke. Is that why he needs closed captioning on the interview yeah. with NBC? Is that why he needs that? No. Uh, Fetterman has significantly improved following his stroke and, quote, can work full duty in public office. Really? Okay. The campaign released this letter, which it called a, quote, medical report, which it, <laughs> I mean, following calls from media outlets for the Pennsylvania Democrats' health records. Um... Folks, did you know that Dr. Clifford Chen has given tens of thousands of dollars to Democrats, including John Fetterman's campaign? No way. There you go. So I don't believe it. Chen's political leanings could raise questions to Chuck Ross, Washington Free Beacon. Chuck Ross doing a great job. Uh, Chen's political leanings could raise questions about his medical assessment of Fetterman, whose race against Republican Mehmet Oz could determine which party controls the Senate. And uh, Oz is now favored to win that race by real clear politics. According to campaign finance records, uh, Chen has given tens of thousands of dollars over the years to Democratic candidates and party committees. He contributed $1,330 to Fetterman's campaign, including a $500 donation in June of 2021 before he became Fetterman's doctor. Chen donated to other Senate candidates running in close races this cycle, including Representative Val Demings in Florida and Senator Raphael Warnock in Georgia. Uh, the campaign says it's not about politics. They tell the Washington Free Beacon it's an independent, detailed medical report written by John's primary care doctor based on his latest office visit from last week. Yeah, I'm sure. Despite the fact that he donated to the campaign, despite the fact that this guy's been donating to not just d- Democrats, but Democrat senatorial races, Demings, Warnock, Fetterman, tens of thousands of dollars to shape these races coming up in November. The fact that that's going on, the fact that that's happening right now, and 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 that we're just going to again, the media will isolate everybody from the truth because gaslighting is important because you can't let people access the truth in order for that to be, uh, in order for that to be effective. You can't actively or effectively gaslight the population if you let people 
in on the truth, mm-hmm. right? The fact that they're not going to report on this, again, they're not going to talk about the fact that the doctor who's giving uh, Fetterman a clean bill of health here says he can definitely fulfill the duties of public office, is a donor to his campaign, is media malpractice. We must destroy and dismantle and defund the media, period, end of story. If we had a fair press, they wouldn't stand a chance. I want to uh, thank Lil Patriot uh, on Rumble for a $25 Rumble rant for Timon and Pumbaa. Ah. We love it. Thank you so much. And uh, on that note, it is rolling up on 1050. It's been a fun show this morning. We are at 488 Rumbles. Wow. I want 12. Come on. Give me 12 more before we go. Give me 12 more Rumbles. 12 more Rumbles. I want 500. 11 more. Yogi Bear and Boo Boo. I like that. 10 more. That's right. We're getting so close. Hit that rumble button. Get us to 500 before this show ends. Wow, what a day. I like Yogi and Boo Boo. Yeah, Yogi and Boo Boo is good. good We will be back tomorrow. We got a packed morning tomorrow morning. Packed morning. Uh, Tomorrow, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on our channel, rumble.com slash loudmajorityus for We Will Not Comply. You can find that anywhere you get your podcast by searching We Will Not Comply, the audio version. Uh, We may have a new New York uh, election model that I'm working on that we may be able to talk about in depth tomorrow when it comes to straight numbers and how numbers don't lie. Uh, we will find us tomorrow on loud majority numbers and straight numbers. Yeah, I don't know. Loud majority dot locals dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, loud majority dot locals dot com will be on there tomorrow. You'll see our resident uh, potato Russell. We love him. He'll yes. be here. Uh, Russell will be on the show clowning on, uh, around in locals because it's always fun. Yeah. And then tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. here on rumble.com slash LFA TV. Thank you very much. We have hit 500 rumbles in the 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. hour. You guys are spectacular. First time ever. Thank you so much for doing that. I think I'll have a present for you guys coming up. I think we're going to have a present coming up. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about that maybe tomorrow, maybe later. Thank you so much to the LFA family for all of the support. Uh, Go, go, MAGA Rangers. And until tomorrow morning, uh, we will see you again. Stop complying with any of your unlawful mandates and madness if you still live in a state with unlawful mandates and madness. Be sure to tune in to the rest of the shows on LFA TV today, including Jeremy Harrell at 11, Mike Crispy at 12, Anna Perez at 1. Anna's had a, had a fantastic show. Yeah, she, she did an episode on Monday that was absolutely incredible about kicking, the transgender. She's kicking butt. She is kicking butt. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll catch you tomorrow. And uh, until then, we tell everybody uh, to stop complying with unlawful mandates and madness. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, stay loud.